What's going on? Welcome to The Real Room. My name is TK King, and I'll be your host. Today, I'll be speaking with Dion from K3 Music. We'll find out a little bit about him and also get his take on some trending topics and news. All right, so today we have Bion with K3 Music. How are you doing today, Bion? Good, good. How are you doing? All right, all right. So um, let's go ahead and learn a little bit about you. Um, you want to go ahead and give us a little bit of information on you, your background, where are you from? So I'm actually from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Um, it's a really historical town, really small town as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm from there. It's really quiet, peaceful, and now I currently live in Plainfield, Pennsylvania, which is right outside of Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Um, so yeah, that's where I am currently. Okay, and what what is your uh, your genre? So I consider my genre to be hip hop, um, maybe like semi pop, certain songs. I try to be diverse, try to throw a little bit of every genre into one song. Okay. Who are some artists that you follow? Uh, some artists that I follow. Uh, I follow the baby. Um, I like Eminem a lot. I feel like I follow lyrical people, people that are really after their lyrics. Um, I like a lot of old school rappers like Fifty Cent, Snoop Dogg, people like that. Okay. All right. So what are your goals here within the next year? Well, within the next year, I plan to have a a lot bigger following than what I have now. Um, I plan to exceed my expectations, meaning like going above and beyond for things that I want, taking an extra step to get more credit. Um, basically, just within a year from now, I want to have you know, more than just a couple thousand followers. Um, I just want to be doing good things with my music. Hopefully performing um, and just staying consistent with content. Most definitely. Most definitely. Now, um, are you working on anything new? Yeah, I actually have. Like, I'm working on, like, three different songs right now at one time, so... It's a lot. Uh, sometimes I get stuck on one song, so I'll just go ahead right into the next one and start writing another one. Um, so, yeah, I'm working on, like, three different songs right now. And they'll be released within the next two weeks. Gotcha. So, Bion, can you go ahead and describe your creative process for me? What it looks like when you actually go to sit down to, to write a song? What, what does your creativity look like? Right. So I just think about everything that I'm currently experiencing in life. I think about things that I've currently, well, not currently, but I've experienced in the past. Um, I try to take real life situations that I'm experiencing and stuff that I see other people go through and stuff like that. And I kind of put it into my own world, you know, and I form it into a song. Any emotion that I feel, any emotion that I have, gets released through lyrics. That's how I solve my issues. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just anything I okay. write about is what's going on right now, currently, or something that I've already been through. Definitely. that I, I think that's 
a lot of what people want to hear is, you know, real world, real world situations. And, you know, um, right. just that that person to say, hey, right. you know, I'm dealing with the same thing. Um, so it's been said that the industry is 80 percent business and 20 percent talent. What is your take on that? I mean, I agree. It's a lot of. Um, I agree. I feel like people back in the day, um, you know, they had a lot more, a lot more talent to offer and stuff like that. Not to say that artists in the industry now don't have talent. I believe they do. I just feel like the industry, you know, forces things on them. I feel like sometimes they gotta, they gotta say things or portray an image that they don't want to portray. I feel like they feel as though they can't be themselves and express themselves, express an individuality. They feel like they gotta, you know give an impression to somebody else to make them happy. You know, it's just kind of, I definitely agree with the business part. I don't think it always was that way, but I feel like now with artists getting signed left and right, you know, a couple million dollar deals and you listen to the lyrics, a lot of lyrics are the same. That's a one, that's one big thing right there that goes to show you that's all about business. When people's lyrics, different rappers, different whoever, Whatever genre, when the lyrics are the same, you can tell it's not about talent then. People aren't expressing themselves. Okay. So who are some artists that are in the industry right now that uh that basically that would be applied to that eighty percent business and twenty percent talent? Who who do you feel that would be applied to? Mm, so I'd say probably Lil Skies is one of them. Um honestly I like Lil Skies a lot, I do, but I think that you know, he like he got a deal with Atlantic Records and stuff. And, you know, he's kind of saying the same stuff as every other rapper saying and stuff like that. Like, it's a, it's a way to attract people. You know, it's a way to attract the people in society because a lot of people, that's what they want to hear. That's what they want to see. Um, but, yeah, definitely Lil Skies. I'd have to say Stunner for Vegas. Um, for anybody who knows him, I feel like he's mainly about business. Doesn't Just about the money, the clout chase. Not really about the talent. You know the performance and stuff like that. Um, I definitely have to say Lil Pump too. I think Lil Pump is just one big business in itself. Um, a lot of rappers out there, man. Especially uh, new generation rappers, young rappers is happening to a lot more than you know people that are in their thirties or forties. So, would you say that it's easier um to actually get into the industry with that information you know it being 80 percent business and 20 percent talent i mean at this point so with that go ahead no go ahead finish your sentence man You're good. oh no what i was just going to say is basically with that so is the business taking over the industry pretty much in a sense um I, I believe so. Yeah, it definitely is. Definitely seems a lot easier to get into the industry just for the simple fact that, you know, back in the 70s, the 80s, the early 90s, there was no Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play Music, all that stuff, you know. So now that we have those platforms and we have that availability, that opportunity of waiting in front of us, we're able to grasp that and, you know, definitely achieve our goals a lot quicker, a lot sooner. Okay. So now that you actually uh, mentioned that, what, what is your take on Spotify? How do you feel about Spotify? 
think Spotify is great. I think it's a great way to, you know, distribute your music. I think it's a great way to get exposure. I mean, so many people use Spotify. And, you know, music to me is all about exposure. So, obviously, yeah, when you put it on a major platform like that, you got a good song. People like it. People rock with it. They want to hear it again and again and again. You know, that's how you build a following. That's how you get streams and stuff like that. So, Spotify, in my opinion, um, I think it's great. I think it's great. Whoever invented it is great. And you have music on Spotify, correct? Correct, I do. Okay. All right. So with that being said, um, looking at things now, what do you think is winning here? Independent labels or mainstream labels? The big three, if you will. You know, we have Universal Music Group. We have Warner Brothers. So looking at these labels and things like that, um, you know, I uh, can't forget about Sony as well. But looking at these labels, what, what do you what do you think? Who do you think is winning here? Definitely the independent labels. I think that major labels and stuff like that mainstream. I think it's you know starting to go out of business. Um, just for the simple fact that you know so many people get bad reviews on it. Um, major labels, with that said, like a lot of people don't look up to major labels. And I think that with independent labels, you know, it's allowing artists to express themselves. Like I was saying, that individuality, it's allowing them to be them. You know, a major label is looking at you for for what you can do in society to make them money. They don't care about what kind of money you're making or what you're trying to do for yourself. It's all about society and what's going to bring their business, their corporation, that big dollar. You know, so <clears throat> with that said, it's just obviously, yeah, I mean, independent labels are definitely taking over the game, in my opinion, at least. So with the uh, pandemic going on at this point, um, COVID-19, how are you handling things? How does how's this look for you? Uh, as far as COVID, things are looking good, honestly. I mean, I haven't been sick yet. I mean, knock on wood. Uh, I haven't really been around anybody that was sick, so... I haven't really got to experience anything with it, honestly, besides having to wear a mask in a store, in a public store. I mean, I haven't seen anybody that was sick. I haven't really had to deal with any stipulations about it or anything. How do you feel the industry is being affected by COVID? Um, honestly, I think it's a good thing in the fact that it's giving artists a lot more time to focus on what they're focusing on. A lot of people can't go places because some people are on lockdown, stuff like that. Um, I feel like it gives artists a lot more open space to think, okay, I got all this time. Let's make something, you know, creative. Let's make something happen that stands out. So it's beneficial and non-beneficial in the same way. Okay. All right. So uh, really quick, I want to talk to you about a couple of things. So uh, Chance the Rapper actually released a, a new song called I Might Need Security, um, where he announced that he bought a local news site, the Chicago is. Um, and that was confirmed by WNYC, as well as Joe Ricketts. Uh, how do you feel about that? What, what, are, what are your thoughts? Well, I think Chance the Rapper is really smart. I think he's really intelligent. And he's <clears throat> he's always stood out as himself. He's never been the type to follow the next rapper or anything like that. He, you know, he built his own brand. He made his own way. 
Um, personally, I'm a big fan of Chance the Rapper. Anything that he writes, I'm for. Um, just for the simple fact that there's a strong meaning behind whatever he says. And it's legitimate, you know. He's not he's not faking, none of that stuff. So big shout-out to Chance the Rapper, man. I really like him a lot. And I think all his music, especially that song, really talented and stands out a lot to the public. Yeah, I, I definitely like Chance the Rapper as well. Um, one of my favorite albums is Color and Book. Uh, so, yeah, most definitely. Shout-out to Chance. Um, so... I don't know if you've seen this, but all right. So the Tory Lanez and Megan the Stallion thing. Um, so basically a little background on it. Um, Tory Lanez is, is facing multiple charges and, you know, facing up to 22 years in jail. Um, well, in prison. Um, so here, here's what happened. Um, Tory Lanez and Megan the Stallion were apparently driving through Hollywood Hills and got into an argument and Tory Lanez shot Megan the Stallion several times in the foot. Um, he has a court date on October 13th um, to uh, see how these charges will actually turn out for him and if he, if he is facing that 22 years. So wh wh what's your take on that? Number one, I have to say he's probably struggling with impulse. Impulsivity is something that a lot of people struggle with. It's nothing that nobody can really it's something that somebody's got to control on their own. I mean, he made an impulse decision by doing that because in the moment, you know, he was really angry. He said, you know, in his head, I can't do this. I get, This is how I got to get back at her because I know this is going to hurt her. So I think it's a lot of impulsivity. I think that he's probably going to regret it. And with the sentence that he's facing, I just think that's – I don't personally think he's going to get that long in prison for shooting somebody in the foot. Um but, you know, you never know with the system and stuff like that. But, I mean, it's it's kind of like one of them things where with, with, every, with every action, there comes a consequence. So if you can carry out an action, then you've got to be willing to carry out the consequence as well. I agree with that. So back in August, Megan Thee Stallion took it to social media and did a video um, pretty much blasting Tory Lanez, um, you know, basically pointing the finger at him. Um, how, how do you feel about that? Do you, do you think that is something that, that should have been done? Or do you think this is something that, you know, should have just been, I mean, you know, handled it within the court? And I mean, she, she's going to do that because she's famous. You know, so regardless, when people have that kind of money, they feel like they're, they're God or whoever. So they got to present themselves that way. I mean, personally, I feel as though if there's a situation, if there's a confliction between somebody and somebody else, that it should be solved between them and that person. It shouldn't be solved between the media. It shouldn't be solved between nobody that's not affected by it. So that's kind of how I feel on that. Okay. So how do you, how do you think the actual, uh, public is responding to this well how do you think they're looking at this do you think it's a lot of people that that care uh do you do you think people are, are really interested into the story um what are your thoughts on that what as far as the Tory Lanez and Megan the Stallion yeah I, I feel as though you know the public the, the public's definitely worried the commonwealth the fans the followers yeah they're 
they're definitely worried because these people aren't just I mean, yeah, they're regular people, but they're celebrities in society. So the people that follow them, the people that take the pictures of them in public and stuff, the people that follow them around, yeah, they're probably concerned. A lot of people are probably mad at Tory Lanez, you know, being a male, shooting a female in the foot. A lot of people are probably confused as to why he shot her in the foot several times instead of the head, the chest, all this other stuff. You know, why did he just shoot her in the foot? Because he didn't want to kill her. You know, he just wanted to make a, a point because he was acting on impulsivity. Like, I don't know. I feel like people people like this kind of stuff because it's drama. So people are going to follow it. It's something interesting. It's something new. And people got to butt their heads in. So that's kind of like how I feel in that situation. So um, Juice World's mom actually wrote a letter in honor of World Mental Health Day. Um, and she emphasizes, you do not have to suffer alone. Um, so speaking on mental health um, within the industry, uh, what's, your, what's your take on mental health in the industry? And then uh, going more specifically into that, um, how, what are your thoughts on Juice and that whole incident and his, uh, his... Well, as far as mental health, man. Encounter. Um, like, as far as mental health, I feel like, uh, like everybody's got their own level to it. Um, I feel like some people can handle fame and other people's, you know, they can't really handle fame as much. Um, Juice World, as far as that incident, I think he just, again, made an impulse decision. He, he was looking at it as, I have all these pills, I have all these guns, I have all these drugs. I'm about to do 30 years upstate versus dying today and calling it quits. And I feel like he made the decision not just based off the impulse. I think he made it based off depression, based off anxiety. I think he was going through enough at the time. You know, he was definitely portraying that in his lyrics that I don't think he really cared to go away. You know, so he he definitely didn't want to do no prison time. That's for sure. You know, and but I think he knew that after he took those pills, I think he knew he was going to die. I think he was ready at the same time. So I think it was kind of like an impulse decision but also a suicide at the same time. So how are you, uh, how are you making sure that uh, you stay mental, uh, mental health, like mentally healthy? Okay. So basically when I'm in a negative situation at this point, I just like to remove myself from it. It may be hard. It's, it's definitely not going to be easy, but I know that, after being out of a negative situation, there's so much more I can do. I have so much more faith in myself. At the end of the day, I always tell people to believe in themselves and to believe in their passion, believe in what they can do with themselves, their talent, you know. Um, anytime I'm, I catch myself in a situation where I'm like, no, I'm doubting myself, I'm second-guessing myself, I got to remove myself instantly because if I don't, then I fall into that hole, you know what I mean? But if I get out, then I'm able to pursue what I'm doing and keep it going. Like that a lot, most definitely. Um, it's definitely very important to have, uh, you know, that, that positive mental health and uh, to make sure, you know, we are good at the end of the day. Um, so with this, uh, I, I did see this. Um, Jay-Z posts bond and pays fines for Alvin Cole's mother and other Wisconsin protesters. So 
What are your thoughts on that? All right, so Jay-Z posts Bond on what again? He, uh, he pays he pays the fine for Alvin Cole's mother and other Wisconsin protesters. So are, are you aware of that situation? I'm not aware of that situation, no. Um, so basically... Okay, no, go, ahead. go ahead, finish. You're good. Um, at, well, Alvin Cole was an individual that was shot by an officer in Wisconsin. I'm not, but yeah, so I, I just want, you know, when, when you have artists uh, come into, you know, situations where they, they get personable and, and, you know, they do there's certain things like, um, you know, paying bonds and, you know, getting things, uh, you know, done for their fans. So, and people that might not even be their fans, but what do you think about Jay-Z doing this? I mean, a lot of people probably disagree with me, but I probably think that, I mean, Jay-Z, he has a lot of power. You know, he has a lot of, a lot of pull, a lot of leeway. There's a lot of things he can do because of the, you know, substantial income that he brings in yearly. So with him, with him doing that, you know, he, he, I think he's doing something good for society at the same time. He's, you know, maybe not. I don't know. He just... I don't really know a whole lot about Jay-Z, but what I do know about him is, I don't know, he just, he's got pool, man, he's got power, so to do those things is probably a lot easier for him than it would be for, you know, a new upcoming artist or somebody that's only been in the game for like five years. I mean, Jay's been in the game for, <laughs> who knows how long, I don't even know how long, but I know a long time, well over a decade, so, I mean, he's got a lot of pool. Gotcha. So, with this whole Black Lives Matter movement, how do you think that plays into the industry? Um, like as far as what? Like, I mean, I know what you're saying, like into the industry, but like, like elaborate a little bit. Like, do you think it's having a, a negative impact uh, or a positive impact? Um, how do you feel like it's affecting the content that's being released now? I think it's kind of both. I mean, Black Lives Matter movement is kind of a thing that is kind of like, um, I guess, an opinionated thing. I mean, to me, everybody's equal. Like, to me personally, I'm cool with everybody. Like, if, if somebody respects me for me, then I respect If you don't respect me, then I disrespect you. You know what I mean? That's kind of how it goes. But, like, Black Lives Matter, I don't know. It's kind of a touchy subject. I don't really... Whatever people feel, that's what they feel. If they want to go out with a sign and hold it up, if that makes them feel better, you know, then they can do that. I personally, I don't, you know, I like all people. I just don't have the time of day to do that type of shit. But I mean, like, being being in the industry and stuff like that, like, I think, I think it has a good impact and a bad impact. People can write about that, you know, and they can feed it off to the youth. They can feed it off to younger people to make sure that, you know, kids nowadays, they know that everybody matters. There's no, there's no more slavery. There's none of that stuff. Every, it, it don't matter what color you are, what age you are, where you're from, you're going to be treated equally. And if you're not, then that's an issue. You know what I mean? I definitely understand that. So with that being said, with the Black Lives Matter movement and COVID-19 um, being a thing, do you think that we're all, we will ever get back to a point of normalcy? 
ever get back to a point of what? Being normal. Um, yeah, I do believe so. Um, personally, I feel like this is all political. I feel like after November 3rd, all this is going to disappear. I feel like that. I feel like it's all based off the election. Man. So, so with that being said, uh, live events have definitely been affected. Um, people haven't been able to do shows. Um, things have been canceled and um, so on and so forth. So what's your take on that? Um, so you, you believe that's something that's going to um, return after the election as well? Um, I do, yeah. I feel like, I don't know, man. I feel like it's really sad. Like, artists and stuff, man, they're just trying to go out on stage. They're just trying to do what they love to do. They're trying to jump up and down. They're trying to give their artists or their, their fans, you know, they're trying to give them love. They're trying to do their thing. Like, the fact that they take that away from them is horrific to me personally. I mean, it's, it's, it's making people lose out on a lot of money. It's making people second guess themselves in their careers. Like, oh, should I keep doing this? Or should I go into a different career because this career isn't bringing enough in enough income? Like, it's definitely creating a lot of conflict. Um, but I definitely feel after the election, things will change a lot. All right. So here's my my last question for you, Brent. We'll, we'll go ahead and get uh, wrapped up and everything. So. Um, are you currently working with anybody? Um, are you collaborating with anybody at this point? Working on any new music with anybody? Not collaborating, no. Nah, I mean, not currently, no. Currently, no. I'm not working with anybody on any song or nothing like that. I'm just making my own music. Like I said, I got three new songs. Uh, I'm going to start by releasing them on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. And once they're released, then I'll just keep, you know, keep it pushing, keep consistent with it. Okay. So I'm going to ask you one more question and then we'll go ahead and head off of here. Okay. So um, with that being said, um, what, what are your thoughts on collaboration? I think personally it's great because, you know, I, I'll get the opportunity. I might get the opportunity to collaborate with somebody that's got, you know, 10 times the following that I have, 10 times the connections that I have. So when I'm able to collaborate with that person, then we're able to make something, you know, and maybe some of their followers will follow me. Maybe some of them will be like, oh, you know, this guy stands out. He's got some potential, some talent. And it just goes from there. So collaboration to me is everything. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Beyond. Uh, Brett Stratton, you, you can go ahead and find him on YouTube um, as well as on Facebook, Beyond. Um, I know you do have some... Uh, content on Spotify as well as some other platforms. Um, we'll go ahead and make sure uh, listeners have uh, the ability to be able to go ahead and find your content. But again, Beyond, thank you so much for uh, speaking with me today, all right? Go like and follow The Real Room on Facebook. You'll find info from shows, trending topics, plus much more. Thank you for listening in today. Tune in next week to The Real Room where it's real.